You are listening to Talking XFL. I'm your host, The Peace Machine. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast about all things that we'll be covering the XFL. We've got some news for you here. Big news, in fact. The Hub City, the USFL, the, I don't know, what should we call it? Fourth tier football league that is happening right now. They play their games in a hub city, meaning all of the teams, they all live, train, and play their games in Birmingham, Alabama. And thus, there's almost no connection to the actual city they are representing, other than the name on the jersey. So, that model is failing. I think the USFL had probably a little more than 700,000 viewers on USA Network in week one. Week two, down to 300,000. We saw that sort of decline in the original XFL from week one to week two. It was higher when it started. It was, it was, in, it was over a million. But it was the first sort of extreme alternate football league of its kind, at least with any sort of notoriety. That was 2001. So now, here we are, launching XFL round three. And there is talk of a hub city. But what I just described with the USFL is not going to be the way the XFL does their hub city. So all we know right now is that they will be using a slightly different model of a hub city, yet they will still play their games in the home city. The Rock flew in to Texas, and he said, this is going to be our home. We're going to be here in Texas. We've got three teams that will be in Texas. They still haven't announced the cities per se, but it's rumored to be Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio. So here's how the Hub City will work. All of the teams will live in the home city, believed to be Arlington. Not sure yet. Hasn't been officially announced. None of this is official, but they will do their training camp. They will do their weeks of practice, and then on Thursday or Friday, probably Thursday, they'll fly to their home city. So the Battle Hawks will live in Arlington, and then on Thursday, they will all fly into St. Louis, and they will play their games at the Dome, should the Battle Hawks exist yet again. There's no reason they won't, but I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I live in St. Louis. And there is a strong connection to the St. Louis Cardinals. And I think, you know, it's like, oh, do the the fans really care where, does anyone care where the Cardinals practice? I mean, obviously they do the spring training in Jupiter, Florida. It's a little bit different here because you don't really practice baseball, you know, throughout the week. But let's go back in time to the Rams. Do you think anyone cared that the Rams practiced in St. Louis? Or would they have been like, oh, they're, they're not really the St. Louis Rams because they practice in, I don't know, let's just 
Columbia, Missouri, or even further away, North Dakota. Who, who knows? They practice far away, and they fly, and they play their games on Sunday. Do fans really care? Would they care about this XFL model where they don't actually live in the city? I think they actually would. I do. I think that would bother some people, and I don't think that this is an ideal setup. Now, the reason they're doing this is to save money. It is much cheaper for the league to provide one facility across all eight teams. It just makes sense. It's just the numbers. How? When it comes to the hub city, there are some things to consider. The, there's pros and cons. The pros is that it saves money for the league. And if you can save money for the league, then you can pay the players more. And that's always great. You know, these guys are making 30, 40K for a season. That's not a whole hell of a lot compared to the NFL, but that's a good chunk of change for what amounts to about four months. Um, you know, if, if, you're, if you're making all the, all the players relocate to different cities, there's no real connection with the city, and I think that does hurt. As I mentioned, I want to believe that that Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols grew up in the city of St. Louis and played ball together, and they love the city, and you know they'll say all those things in the media, and that's great because it keeps that illusion that they're connected to the city. But really, pro athletes are mercenaries, right? Carlos Correa didn't give a shit about Houston. He was uh, he was said, "Who's going to pay me?" Who's going to give me the monster contract? All right, Minnesota, you've got what I like. I'm going to Minnesota. And I'll talk about this on my other podcast, the Yankee Suck 3000 show. But when players are mercenaries, who are you really cheering for? Are you cheering for the owners? They're like, hey, owners, make some good plays. Make some good moves. Make some good decisions. The hub city, it really makes it just sort of this this weird business model. Now, they may have to do it. The XFL may have to do it for one season to get their feet underneath them, to save some money for the, for the league. I mean, The Rock, he's got a lot of money, but guys with lots of money, they don't like to lose lots of money. I'm sure he's prepared to take a loss for X amount of time and X amount of money, but this is a business venture for everyone involved. For seven bucks and, you know, for The Rock and Danny Garcia, they're trying to be successful. They want to make money. And it's not just a feel good. I mean, maybe there's a little bit of that. I mean, I know there's a little bit of that with The Rock where he wants to give young guys a chance and, you know, football was so good to him and he wants to give back to the sport, all those things. And that's great. Um, but he wants to make money. The Rock loves money. And. All businessmen do. So you can't really fault them for that. So they're going to cut corners. And one of the corners is this hub city. Now, will it save them enough money and earn them enough in the city to make it a worthwhile endeavor? Or could you put put a little bit more up front like they did in XFL 2 where they just said, all right, Battlehawks, you are in St. Louis. Go there. You're part of St. Louis practice there and 
that might help draw more fans and thus negates or, you know, offset some of those costs. It could. I'm sure someone's done that calculation, that risk reward, you know, calculation to figure out if it's worth it. And I guess they came up with the idea that it's not worth it. But as the USL is proving, I mean, no one's going to these games either. Like, like you're just you're basically watching I don't know indoor lacrosse. Like, who cares? Nobody cares. You've got to make it special. And if you could just go to you know if you just like live in Birmingham and you can go see four games a weekend or whatever, like, you're not gonna care about it. it. Has to be a little bit more rare. And one of the things that the XFL had going for it was they had home games and. There was only four, four home games, four away, four home. So that really increased its drawing power. I mean, you see in Major League Baseball, 81 home games. People do not give a shit. Talk to anyone in St. Louis. They say, hard, hardcore fans, they go to three or four games a year, right? And St. Louis is one of the better drawing markets. Three, four, five, you know, I'm a hardcore, I'm a hardcore, hardcore fan. I'm, I don't go to 10. I don't go to 10 and I don't pay for tickets for more than five. If I, if I get tickets, I consider it, but it has to be a special event and they have to make the XFL seem special and the hub city does not do that, but it might be, it might be a necessary evil for this first season. Um, I'm sure there's other positives that I'm not thinking of, but if they do the hub city, it can only be for one year. You've got to make it local. That's how you're going to draw fans. These these guys going into the city and doing, you know, interacting with with people. People love that. The people want they want to have pride in their players. And if you're just a guy who lives in California and trains in Texas and plays football once a week in Tampa, you know who are you? You're you're nobody to them. So the Rock certainly understands that. I mean, the Rock was uh, possibly the most successful WWE drawing card of all time, and he knows that if he wants to keep that air of, you know, um, stardom, you cannot overexpose the product. You have to make it special. That's why the Rock doesn't show up at WrestleMania every year. The Rock's a smart guy. He'll make it work. So this Hub City thing, you know, it, it'll be an experiment. It will be an experiment. Now, there are other things going on in the XFL. There's been a couple of assistant coaches, offensive coordinators signed. But it's still, it doesn't really matter to this point because there's no cities yet. And I'll get you some more information on who those coaches are and so, some of the other updates next week for episode three of Talkin' XFL. I've been your host, The Peach Machine. Again, check out my other shows, the At Yankees Suck 3000 show. It's a show where I talk trash on my favorite team, the Yankees, and I criticize heavily what they're doing. But I love them. And then my, my other show, the Simpsons Watch Along podcast, you can check that out. All places podcasts are listened to. So for now, until next week, this has been the Talkin' XFL show. Thank you all for listening.